Welcome to the Script Bits Podcast for Saturday, 9th December, 2023. Our bit for today comes from Luke 1, verse 37, which says, For with God nothing shall be impossible. Oh, friends, I do hope this lazy day Saturday turns out like yesterday. Yesterday, they promised that it would be mostly cloudy. But by lunchtime, bright sunshine was engulfing the whole area, and we had sunshine for a few hours in the afternoon. Today, the forecasters are again calling for cloudy conditions, although with temperatures in the double digits. But let's hope the good Lord proves them wrong again, at least for a little while. In the meanwhile, as we slowly get up and reacquaint ourselves with life, let's lift up our Lazy Day Saturday prayer to heaven in all sincerity and truth. As one voice, Lord, I want to be with you now. Please slow my thoughts and quiet my soul. Let my muscles relax, my breath deepen. You are here with me now. Your peace and love are present. I marvel to think you can't be contained, that your love both surrounds and fills me. Thank you for this tenderness, Lord. I praise you for your unceasing nearness. And please increase my awareness of you today, that I may know you all the more. Amen. And hopefully, friends, that prayer brought to our souls, bodies, and minds the peace, love, and quiet awareness of God's Spirit that we ask for and will enable us to live all the more for Him. And today, as we are going through the season of Advent in quiet but exciting expectation, of the birth of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, I want us to look at how it all began, at how our magnificent God does move in mysterious and miraculous ways. (coughs) Excuse me there. Jesus' birth was foretold by an angel. The Bible tells the story like this. And in the sixth month, That's the sixth month of John the Baptist's mother, Elizabeth's pregnancy. The angel Gabriel was sent from God unto a city in Galilee named Nazareth to a virgin espoused that's betrothed or engaged to a man whose name was Joseph of the house of David. And the virgin's name was Mary. And the angel came in unto her and said, Hail, or rejoice, thou that art highly favored. The Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. And when she saw him, she was troubled at his saying, and cast in her mind or considered what manner of salutation or greeting this should be. And that comes from Luke 1, verses 26 to 29. 
and that's a normal response, or perhaps a better than normal response. For I'm sure many of us, if as we are going about our daily chores, we are suddenly greeted by this spiritual apparition with that abnormal greeting, we'd be scared out of our skins and probably go running out the door. But Mary's quiet and patient reaction speaks loads about her maturity and faith. Though she was only a teenager, she did not react with fear, anger, or any other ne negative emotions, just quietly sat and waited out Gabriel's message. And the angel said unto her, Fear not, Mary, for thou hast found favor with God. And behold, thou shalt conceive in thy womb, and bring forth a son, and shalt call his name Jesus. He shall be great, and shall be called the Son of the Highest or the Most High. And the Lord God shall give unto him the throne of his father David, and he shall reign over the house of Jacob forever, and of his kingdom there shall be no end. And that comes from Luke 1, verses 30 to 33. Now, can you imagine this young girl whose life had only just begun, sitting there listening to this spiritual being tell her all those remarkable things that were going to happen to her? Most of us would have been overwhelmed with fretting and worry, but not Mary. She was confused about how such a thing could happen, but did not show any angry or negative reactions. The Bible tells us of her simple response. Then said Mary unto the angel, How shall this be, seeing I know not a man, seeing I am a virgin? And the angel answered and said unto her, The Holy Ghost shall come upon thee, and the power of the highest or most high shall overshadow thee. Therefore also that holy thing or that holy one which shall be born of thee shall be called the Son of God. And behold, thy cousin or relative Elizabeth, she had also conceived a son in her old age. And this is the sixth month with her, who was called barren. For with God, nothing shall be impossible. And Mary said, Behold, the handmaid or handmaiden of the Lord, be it unto me according to thy word. And the angel departed from her. And that comes from Luke 1, 34 to 38. And you know what, my brethren? All I can say to that is, wow! Just imagine that simple, unquestioning response now from a young girl who had probably been sheltered all of her young life. No tears, no tearing out of her hair, no apparent fear, no anger, or whatever such an important announcement would usually bring. And to make matters worse, she had just been recently engaged, and to have a child without being married, especially if it was not her betrothed, that would have been certain disaster to all concerned. 
But Mary was quiet and accepting of her fate, whatever turmoil it might cause in her life. I know what? Something just occurred to me that's never really occurred to me before. Re Mary's simple acceptance of God's outstanding favor. Now, it's obvious that God vetted all the young women very carefully to see who would and would not cause a scene. And even more likely, he had Mary in that time and place, especially for that purpose, since the prophecy said that the Son of God would be born of a virgin and had to be of the line of Brother David. So let's check out a few of those prophecies now, beginning with this one from Isaiah, where he talks about a sign from God. He writes, Therefore the Lord himself shall give you a sign. Behold, a virgin shall conceive and bear a son and shall call his name Emmanuel, or God with us. And that's Isaiah 7, 14. Then in chapter 9, Isaiah gets a little more explicit when he writes of the birth of the Prince of Peace and says, For unto us a child is born, unto us a son is given, and the government shall be upon his shoulder, and his name shall be called Wonderful, Counselor, the Mighty God, the Everlasting Father, the Prince of Peace. And of the increase of his government and peace, there shall be no end upon the throne of David and upon his kingdom to order it and to establish it with judgment and with justice from henceforth even forever. The zeal of the Lord of hosts will perform this. And that's Isaiah 9, 6 to 7. And perform it he did, my brethren, through the incarnate birth of Christ to the Virgin Mary in the city of Bethlehem, as prophesied by the prophet Micah, when he said, But thou, Bethlehem, Ephrata, though thou be little among the thousands of Judah, yet out of thee shall he come forth unto me, that is to be the ruler in Israel, whose goings forth have been from all, from everlasting, that's the days of eternity. And that comes from Micah 5 too. Army people, our Lord isn't like, his, like us, no? He doesn't do stuff in a vikey that's TNT slang for a careless or unplanned manner. His stuff is always well ordered and prepared so that things fit together like a hand in a glove. And such was the birth of Jesus foretold hundreds of years before his actual birth, and it all went as prophesied. Now, isn't it a wonderful thing that our God isn't Vikivai like us? For sure. Else we'd be in more e sorry, else we'd be in even more trouble than we currently are. Much love. And the postscript for today says, when God orders our steps, he knows what he's doing. So please stop fighting him. Yes, friends, we got to stop fighting God when he orders our steps 
because he know what he's doing. We don't know. His thoughts and ways are much higher than ours, so we can't understand what's happening. So please, we say we surrender to God. We surrender our all to him. So let's do that now and just walk in the paths that he has ordained for us so that life will go well with us. And we pray that we'll do that all in Jesus' strong and mighty name. Amen. Please have a blessed day, my people. Much love.